Morning, you listen to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kim Parr. This morning, my guest is Keith Hughes, a managing director and securities analyst with Truist, focused on the home furnishings, flooring, and building products areas. Keith, how you doing? Hey, fine. How are you doing today, Kim? I'm good. We started out this year in January. You said looks like maybe 23 was going to be a soft year. We'll get into your read now after the publicly traded companies have reported in the second quarter. First of all, let's talk about this run-up we saw in July in the market overall, especially in light of this warning of an inverted yield curve, which normally means that there's a recession on the horizon. Tell us what you're seeing. Yeah, the thing about stocks is they're always running ahead of the fundamentals. So last year, for example, the first half of 22, most of the stocks are in my group. is heavily consumer residential discretionary selling to the remodel or the builder market. First half of 22, the stocks were terrible went straight down. Business started weakening at the beginning of 22. Really, particularly in flooring, got weak at the second half of the year. Right. And like on Q, once we hit the bottom on demand, the stock started rallying. So the stocks are telling you that business is going to improve probably sometime in the second half of this year, beginning of calendar 24. And that's because the home builder market has found a bottom. It's actually getting some growth coming to it. And the expectation would be the remodel market would follow behind, as it traditionally does, usually with a lag. You know, it's always kind of the weird dichotomy of this group. The stocks are always ahead of the fundamentals, and it's been the case the last 18 months, probably will be for the time being. All right. So you're saying that now that we're on second half of 23, the outlook for 24, especially, is indicated by things are starting to improve. Yeah, and you've definitely seen it for new homes. I think that's really the focus right now. And I think this has been pretty well documented in the press. The new home market is starting to turn. You've seen the stories of rate buy-downs from the builders. I mean, let's face it, the home builders are gaining share here because there's so little existing home inventory on the market because homeowners are in mortgages that are between 3 and 4%, don't really want to move, lose that mortgage. So new construction has been gaining market share um, as a percentage of homes sold. So that's that's going to bring some uh, business to the flooring market. And traditionally, as long as you don't go into a recession, remodel tends to follow housing on the way down, and it tends to follow it on the way up. And you think about the remodel market. The remodel market is always driven in what I call by housing confidence. Housing confidence is a function of normal consumer confidence elements, how you feel about jobs, income, things like that. And along with the value and the rotation of the homes, which is turning positive. So we should at some point see that remodel activity you know, pick back up. I don't know how strong. That's probably a question for another day. Business is still pretty weak. I think we saw that in the second quarter earnings announcements. I don't know if we've seen much activity June, July that would tell you a turn is here. I've heard some anecdotes in the channel, some quotation activity picking up, some order activity picking up, but I think it's still extremely choppy and hard to call a trend at this point. But we're on the lookout for it because it's as clear as the downturn was once rates started moving up back in the first half of 22, the stabilization of rates, and I think as you pointed out, like we still have the inverted yield curve, thus signaling the market thinks the Fed will start cutting potentially sometime next year, various estimates on that. Those were all usually pretty good markers for the flowing industry. Okay. You, you brought up consumer sentiment. We just, on Friday, got some good news there that it was yeah, up 11.2%. It's the highest number since yeah, October of 21. I, I, you got to be careful with those things. They're kind of blunt instruments, but I think that was a notable move, and it kind of matches what is potentially going to come. I think for the flooring industry, too, it's important you get volume, which has been negative, to be clear, in residential flooring. 
been negative for a while now, get it moving to get the mix of this industry moving back up. That's always the Achilles heel of the flooring industry. The, anytime you get these volume weakness, which is and weak volume is weak volume, then you get the, the secondary punch of all the negative mix. As retailers are going to get people in a floor with a reduced budget, usually they'll trade down and that's I mean, that's better than nothing, I guess, but it's still a hurt. One of the things we're hearing is that the better end of the market, the luxe end of the market's performing better than the commodity end. Yeah, it has. And I think that speaks into where consumers are right now in that the higher end consumer is much less affected by inflation, has more disposable income, has probably a stock portfolio that's near, not quite all time high, but near a house that's still been near all time high, providing, you know, the home equity out there. Whereas the more middle tier consumers have been more pressured by inflation. So we, we've seen a very similar trend, for example, in the mattress industry, which has some similarities to flooring. It's got a lot more defined strata. I think it applies throughout all the consumer discretionary. Okay. Let's talk about Mohawk. Their results came out and the area we're focused in, sales were down about 9%. That's here in North America. Any surprises there? I think for Mohawk, they've gotten hit on multiple sides here. We've had the, you know, the weak business as we've just been talking about here today. And even while they've had the beginnings of cost relief in their business, which is, you know, very welcome after seeing raw material costs and energy costs go up. Again, it's somewhat been competed away with this mix and just some flat price pressure, which has been referring to earlier, particularly difficult for them during this time. That's been notably pronounced on carpet too, which tends to be one of the weaker flooring categories because it tends to be one that's losing share. That's not changed in the reported numbers. I do feel like though, probably their business is bottoming out. Hopefully demand levels will not get worse and maybe potentially even turn up along with the renovation discussion I said earlier. I think we're maybe potentially on the verge of that in the next couple quarters. And then the, the cost curve, I think, is definitely in their favor at this point. Hopefully something's going to inflect here, but it's been a tough ride, particularly in the North American business. The ceramic business has done a little bit better, still dealing with high input costs, but those should be starting to roll over in subsequent quarters. One thing that's happening, if you live in this business right now, you know, specifically the flooring business, you know, Shaw's announced this terms on carpet going to net 30. You would think that Mohawk will quickly follow that because that would be good for their financial performance, wouldn't you say? I would guess, yeah. Typically when one moves, the other one too. Yeah, that would be a change. Let's turn to Tile for a minute. Interface, they're celebrating 50 years of business this year. Any surprises in, in their performance? Yeah, everything we've been discussing up till this point has been about the residential market. So we're dealing with Interface that's on the non-residential market. So non-residential, we've seen a very unusual trend in that the non-residential construction market has still been good. You've still had projects being completed. You've still seen even office which my investors are petrified of, has not been bad, has been doing pretty well. The remodel side, we've seen weakness. Clearly, particularly in corporate office, folks have pulled back. They pull back because they're fearful of the economy. They're pulled back because I don't think they know what the office environment is. Is it work hybrid? And just in general, economic uncertainty has caused a pullback here. Because let's face it, when you're doing remodel or moving locations, that's something you can put off. So we've seen for the industry in terms of on carpet, units have turned negative really for the first time in the last three months or so. Not, not particularly bad, but I mean, notable in terms of the change. And I think the remodel market's on hold. Now, you sort of move forward. Typically, when you've had a residential recession, as we've had, you typically have a non-residential recession as well, to one degree or the other. So you probably will see that on some areas of construction, not all. The remodel market, particularly in corporate office, there's so many corporations with vacancies up, 
rental rates down or considering moving locations, maybe downsizing to a, a smaller footprint because of work at home. If you're a remodel focused company like you are on flooring, like Interface, that's nothing but good news because somebody's changing something and that's what you want. You want somebody to change something. So I don't expect much from that market this year. Set up an interesting counter-cyclical play next year. It's a little speculative at this point, but something we are investigating. So non-residential is, it's probably going to get weaker in total. we got to see how much. But that's typically how these go in. You know, one goes down first, the other's good, then the other one gets weak, but the residential market is good, and then eventually we get into a positive market for both. Okay, one last quick comment. Lumber Liquidators, their CFO just stepped down, says that she's got a new job. You think that's the truth, or you think it's because she doesn't see any goodness in the business she's in? <laughs> uh, I don't cover them, and I'll just say no comment. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say on Flooring Decor, who I do cover, I was surprised that, and I would say this for all of flooring, I thought we might see a little bit of improvement in July. We really didn't, but I think it's a wait and watch, and they're a good one to watch to see where the trends go, because we're starting to hit the weak business last year. The comparisons are easy, and traditionally in these cycles, you start to see business start to get, at the minimum, less worse. Less worse means a lot to me. So that's what we're kind of on the lookout for. They're, they're a good marker to, to watch that for the flooring industry. All right, Keith. Well, I appreciate you giving us a, a quick read on, on what's going on in the business. Again, we're talking to Keith Hughes, Managing Director with Truist, and you've been listening to Kemp R and FloridaLA.net.